Shalom to all. Today we're going to learn Mishnah's Pesachim, Perak Aleph, Mishnah and Mishnah Vav. And today's Mishnah is being learned by Schos Esabas Rachel, Shishi Bezeich Rafain Jerzivik Hagon Bekar of Mamish. Now yesterday we had Machlekes Rav Meir and Rabbi Huda. Up until when Erev Pesach a person is allowed to eat their chametz. Rav Meir said a person is allowed to eat the chametz the whole fifth hour. The sixth hour one has to burn it. Rabbi Huda was more machmir. He said the fourth hour one's allowed to eat their chametz. The fifth hour it's toilin. It doesn't have to be burned, but it's not allowed to be eaten. And the sixth hour he agrees it's going to be burned. And we continue with this with Mishnah Hey, but we have to have a short introduction. A carbon taida had 40 lechamim, that's 40 breads brought along with it. 30 were matzah and 10 were chametz. Now a carbon taida, along with its breads, can only be eaten for a day and the night following. So one who brought a carbon taida on the 13th of Nisan would very likely have bread left over the 14th in the morning, which is now puzzled to be eaten, and again a lot of them are chametz. So Mishnah tells us, Va'idam Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda continues saying, Two chalos of the carbon taida that were puzzle, they're puzzle because they can't be eaten, but also these Chalos are referring to ones that were chametz. They were placed on the roof of the itzdeba. The itzdeba was like a roofed area on Harabais that everyone was able to see. And calls As long as these two chalos were still there, kolam oichlim, everyone would continue eating their chametz. Nitla achas. Once one of these chalos was taken away, so then everyone knows that Thailand were in the fifth hour, and the chametz is kind of in this interim stage. La We're not allowed to eat it, but we don't have to burn it. Nitla shtehen. Once both of those chalos were taken away, heschilu kolam sarfin. Everyone began to burn their chametz. Gamliel says, Chulin is eaten the whole fourth hour. Utruma kal chamesh. Truma is allowed to be eaten the fifth hour. We can't passel truma from being eaten if meikra then it's allowed to be eaten. Vesarfin betchilas sheish and everything's burned at the beginning of the sixth hour. We want to pass on the Gamliel. Now this next mishnah, mishnah vav, and the one afterwards are really connected. So let's pay extra special attention to this mishnah so we can understand the next one as well. And this mishnah requires a few introductions. Firstly, it's important to list the levels of tuma. Aviyavaisa tuma is a mace a corpse. This is the highest level of Toma. Something or someone that touches a mace becomes an Ava Toma. One that touches an Av becomes a Rishine, and then a Rishine creates a Shani. However, only food and drink can become a Shani. Now, a Shani is the lowest level of Toma that Chulin can become. However, Truma can become a Shlishi by touching a Shani, and Kachim can become a Revi'i by touching a Shlishi. Another pointer about Toma. Av HaToma is called Toma Chamura because it can be Matame both people and Kalim. Whereas Vlad HaToma, a term that refers to any level lower than an Av, is also called Toma Kala because it can only be Matame food and drink. Now in this Mishnah, we introduce the concept of burning meat of Kachim that became Tame. We know that it's also to cause Kachim to become Tame. But what about Kachim that already is Tame? Let's say with a lighter level of Toma. Is it permitted to make it more Tame because anyway it's Tame and needs to be burned? Or no, maybe we have to be careful with Kachim and we're never allowed to make it more Tomei. So Mishnah tells us, He's like the vice Kayan Gadol, the assistant Kayan Gadol, if you will. In all the days of the Kayanim, they never withheld from burning meat that became Tomei with a Vlada Toma, along with meat that became Tomei with an Avatoma. In other words, they would burn meat that was a Shlishi Latoma along with meat that was a Risha in Latoma, even though they were adding Toma onto its already Toma state. The Shlishi is now becoming a Shani because it's touching a Rishon. They never had any problem doing that, says Reb Chanin Kahanim. Now, Haisaf Reb Kiva Amr, Reb Kiva added on and said, in all the days of the Kahanim, they never withheld burning oil that became possible because it was touched by a Tvul Yaim. We're not going to get into that, but that means that it became a Shlishi Latoma. They would burn this inside a lamp that was Tommy with Tomas Mace, 
even Tomal Tumasai, even though they're adding Toma onto its Toma, over here, Abikiv is telling us an added Chedesh that they would take this oil, which was a Shlishi Latoma, and they'd burn it in this lamp that was Tommy with Toma's mace, turning it into a Rishon Latoma, jumping it up two levels of Toma, as opposed to Abchanin's Ganakahanim, the ladders to jump it up only one level of Toma. In both of these scenarios, they didn't mind making something more Tame than it already was. We're going to stop here for the day. We'll pick it tomorrow with the continuation of this Mishnah, that's Mishnah Zion, and on to Perak Bay's Mishnah Aleph. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.